0: Hello, it's uh, Mark Kostrowski from Checkpoint Software, and uh, welcome to the DevOps Summit Canada 2021. Again, my name is Mark, and uh, I got about a half an hour's worth of content to run through with you, talking about shifting left, and obviously it's a big part of uh, adding security into the DevOps process. Um, I head up engineering here in North America for Checkpoint. I've been been with the company for almost 20 years, and it's amazing to see you know, how so much of of our cybersecurity business has transitioned to the cloud. And and again, how do we add that security as part of our DevOps process? So that's what my talk will be about. So um, with that, I'll just uh, get started. So the first thing I wanna do is just a little bit to set the stage on who Checkpoint is, um, you know, really what our our differentiators are in the marketplace just to kind of get things caught up. So again, you see here at Checkpoint, we secure everything. You know, a lot of us, a lot of folks know Checkpoint from our quantum family of products, you know, enterprise, branch office, management, uh, and network security, and and some other things that that we've been uh, innovating on, like our Maestro platform, which is basically a hardware platform that acts like like an agile cloud. Obviously, IoT is a big part of what we do today. All over the right-hand side is our Harmony family of products. That's really everything that's end user and branch office from a cloud perspective. What we're here to talk about today is, is the middle family, which is called Cloud Guard and specifically shifting left. Uh, but you can see here, we have posture management, network security, you know, workload and serverless security, intelligence and application security. But we're gonna dive specifically into this segment and talk about a lot about how Cloud Guard shift left can really add security um, and, and, and add that into it in, in a scenario as part of your CICD pipeline or software deployment lifecycle and deploying that security in a very very smart and automated way, you know a lot of people when they hear about Checkpoint they think of, of, of intelligence and I want to highlight that uh, in the next couple of slides and then we'll dive right into shifting left. But you can see here that Checkpoint again adding security to everything which I mentioned in the previous slide and you see that we've got research external fees we're using using artificial intelligence and machine learning to enrich that data. We actually have predictive intelligence right thinking about what's happening in the future um, and, and locating things uh, that perhaps we, we, we are predicting, but we're predicting it in a very intelligent way, again, using things like machine learning and, and, and artificial intelligence. And because we have this threat cloud that has all this information in it and we're getting feeds from hundreds of millions of devices, you can just Im- imagine how powerful this cloud can be when you wanna provide intelligence to whatever you're doing, whether it's cloud security, network security, or IoT or end user security. And these numbers in the bottom here, these daily numbers are just staggering. They continue to go up, right? Tens of billions of IOCs per day, 10, 10, you know, 10 trillion logs per day. It's imagine how powerful you know, this threat cloud is. But what's really important to understand is that this threat cloud has really matured over the, even just the past two, three years. To be able to handle that amount of data, you need to move beyond just you know, classic machine learning, as you see here. And and talk about how we are, add multiple layers of deep learning, which that basically translates into a neural network, and that that capability has really given our customers a, a, a much better security stance than even when we were even two years ago. And you can see here just by moving towards multiple layers of deep learning, thirty percent better detection rate, and really important is ninety percent. Less false positives, and that's where our customers have got really to no checkpoint about is providing the best security intelligence across all their environment. Um, but specifically today, we'll talk about the cloud. So let's dive. Let's dive right into shifting left, which is the main focus of this presentation, and just do a little bit of a review of DevOps as well as you know the, the comms model. So we know that DevOps is this, you know I'll read this definition here: is a culture of collaboration and ownership with the ability to scale up. Um, uh, out rather than up with the feedback of uh, be able to have a mechanism to, for feedback to improve. But I highlighted here on the left, automate, 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 right? So as part of this this, this comms model, this DevOps culture is not only to, you know, to, to have a culture focusing on people and automation and, and being as lean as possible, measuring everything and then sharing, collaborating and starting all over. You know, the key here in this automate section is, is that this, con- this concept of constant and continuous delivery and infrastructure as code has really changed the way in which security is imparted when you talk about uh, adding security as part of, again, you know, a software deployment lifecycle. And that's really the goal today is to talk specifically about how do we add security as code because um, we're securing code and we're not doing it in the traditional network security sense, right? And that's really the key of, of today's talk and, and how Checkpoint um, has embarked down this journey uh, for, for, for years now. So let's demystify maybe just a little bit about software deployment life cycles. So we know that the SDLC is, 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 a, is a process of stages, and we'll go through those stages in the next, next slide. These, these phases can include the analysis, design, building, testing, and then obviously the maintenance and support. But one thing that's very interesting about shift left security and just you know just the, the software deployment life cycle is a couple of things here is that you want to be able to produce high quality of applications and software in the least amount of time. But an important piece of this is actually the least amount of cost possible. So if you're generating applications in the smallest amount of time, the least amount of cost, like how does security come into play to that? How do you deploy security in a way that doesn't affect the, the, the amount of time, it doesn't affect and it continues to keep the developers in an agile uh, sense of uh, mind when they're deploying their applications and creating their applications but also how we deploy security in a way that's fiscally responsible because again we want to stick towards right, these, these phases in, in the comms model of, of collaboration, you know constant integration, um, the smallest amount of time possible and the least amount of cost. So how do we fit security into that and how we do that in an agile way and that's really what the goal of today's presentation is. And how do you do that? It's really about you know leveraging the DevOps process, leveraging the DevOps teams and Sec DevOps and using you know cloud you know cloud native tools APIs and things of that nature that fall outside of sort of the normal constraints that we that we typically think of security where it's a heavy process non automated you know perhaps network security based right and really change the way that we think about things so let's let's look at again just the the, the DevOps CI CD stages um, just to kind of set the background here so again pretty generic pretty high level um, but it's what's worth reviewing really quickly. Right, we have you know code, you know, code moves towards you know the build stage. And then once we are in the build stage, we, we obviously want to deploy, and but before we deploy, we want to test, right? And that's really where these stages come into play as part of the CI C D process. So where can we impart security? Right, that's a big part of the of, of the of the talk of uh, this particular session. So you can see here, right, we can add security into this dev process by scanning applications code code and also scanning the infrastructure as code templates, right? And we'll show you how Checkpoint does this with Cloud Guard. but this is one area um, in which you can impart security in this process, again, in an agile way that's cloud native, right? Leveraging APIs and doing it in a way in which you don't impart that, that process, right? Of, of quick deployment um, with low cost. You can also scan container images and landed packages. Now, this is something that's become very, very important, right? Is that you know, when you when you deploy code and you're deploying these lambda packages and, the, and these lambda, lambda functions like how do you put even like zero trust guardrails in place to be sure these functions are only doing what they're supposed to do and only have permissions to do what they need to do and they don't have these overly permissive um, you know uh, credentials that again leave areas in which you know you could have a security incident and then the container image is a big part of this like how do you look at even like you know a set of uh, of containers and how do you be sure that you're pulling them from maybe a public you know, repo um, or a specific uh, repository. And how do you be sure these images themselves, even before you actually start to use them, aren't or don't contain malicious code, right? And and we've built the statistics over the past couple of years of how many just base container images contain malicious code that people are using as part of their process, right? So be able to scan these things, you know, the code, the packages, containers is a a big part of imparting uh, DevOps security. And then lastly, you need to be able to perform this live and ad hoc while you're actually ready to deploy and in runtime, right? That's a big part of that, right? So you're assuring, again, along the stage of, of, of deploying software, but then doing it actually when things are in runtime and things are actually deployed and assuring that posture and compliance becomes a big part of that. So just here in the first couple slides, the few slides, you know, we talked, set the stage a little bit about, you know, uh, how the CICD process and how you can actually impart security into that in an agile way. You know in doing that cloud native is is really the big the big takeaway here. So let's just take you know one specific uh, industry leader like Gartner and their cloud security um, vision into into this conversation before we dive in specifically how checkpoint is addressing these problems with our cloud guard platform specifically you know we're talking about shifting left um, but you see here that you know the cloud native application protection platform you know that Gartner has built And you really, if you break these down into these three steps, there, you know, a lot of this talks about what we just talked about, even just in the first few slides, right? Assuring good cloud security posture management, right? Having a powerful visualization technology so you understand what assets you have, right? And then before, and you really can't, you know, impart security or or impart guidelines until you understand what you've got. In the middle here, um, number number two, right? Having cloud cloud native network capabilities. So even though we're talking about how do we protect the CICD pipeline and how do we inj- interject security into that the, the, the deployment process? Obviously, having cloud cloud native network security is a big part of it. So you see things here like WAP, for example, you know, web application API protection is a big thing, denial of service and you know, some, of, some of the traditional things that you see here as well. But really focus on this last pillar here, number three, right? And this is where a lot of what we're going to talk about today falls into place, right? With solutions that protect server workloads ci CICD security, scanning codes and images, behavior analysis, runtime protection, and threat hunting. So a lot of that we already talked about, but I haven't really talked much about threat hunting, but that's really where I opened up this presentation with talking about checkpoints intelligence. It's very difficult to perform threat hunting if you don't have good intelligence on the back end, right? So that's something that obviously is really very native to all checkpoint products. The other thing too is that I always like to think of threat hunting in two different ways. One way is obviously the intelligence-based aspect. But the other as well is how do you threat hunt for misconfiguration, right? And that's something that should be native to any platform that you're looking to, uh, to, to, to adopt as part of your security process. So that you can perhaps maybe look at, you know the MITRE ATT&CK framework and use that framework as a way to hunt through your, your environment and, and determine perhaps maybe an S3 bucket um, was turned off, you know, to, to be not, not be encrypted any longer. Right, so you can use tools not only to threat hunt the intelligence aspects and everything we do from a, you know, from a malicious code perspective or malicious um, threat actors, but we also can use threat hunting to actually look for misconfiguration and automate that as well, so that you, you can be you can be in a preventive manner and not just kind of reporting you know that something has been you know you know misconfigured or if something that has gone wrong. So I hope I you know set the stage fairly well of kind of about this process about where security may need to be imparted. You know, re- referencing Gartner here and their cloud security vision, there's some evidence of, of, of even what industry uh, leaders uh, kind of think about where security should be deployed. So let's talk and jump right into, you know, CloudGuard. Um, again, that family of products for Checkpoint that, that's focused on 100% on cloud security. Um, and again, you know, we'll walk through all different aspects of it, but let's focus specifically on, again, the shift-left shift left capabilities. So when you look at just this one particular slide, why I like this slide a lot is it breaks down sort of some of the examples of some of the, the concepts we just talked about. So preventing lateral movement, you know, more of a, a, a network um, micro-segmentation aspect of that, but that's obviously a big part of that, zero trust continues for, for how many years now? really be a pillar of security and, and, and how you must kind of set that baseline and, and, and use the zero trust, you know, concepts uh, to, to be able to just kind of have that good baseline, um, you know, security in place so that you, you avoid sort of that cross-contamination, um, whether it's either accounts or whether it's just network security so that you, you're really giving the least amount of access possibly needed. Right, we talked a little bit about workload security, right, containers and serverless, uh, preventing you know, embedded threats inside of your functions. We talked about even like, you know, the repositories potentially being impacted uh, before you even use them in your process. I quickly touched upon, you know, WAP and web and API security, but again, hardening the APIs and then inspecting those APIs and preventing things like the the OAP's top 10 vulnerabilities, which interesting enough, just just, just were updated and a lot of the updates for the top 10 threats are now more cloud-centric. So it's just more validation um, that you know having a, a very strong cloud security posture uh, is just is more important now than it's, than it's ever been. And then very on the bo- on the on the very bottom here in blue again, our focus today is talking about shifting left, right, moving security again to the left, make you know earlier in the dev process. You know that's a big part of that detecting open open source vulnerabilities as it describes here, right hardening the code, and doing that across a multitude of of, of platforms, right? We're not just talking about a singular platform, and we're talking about, you know, Dockers and functions, whether the Microsoft or AWS, um, et cetera, et cetera. You see here Kubernetes, you know, from a container perspective. So what does that look like uh, when you actually think about um, deploying um, security as part of the process, right? So First of all, you kind of have to think about it as having a seamless integration with all CI, CD pipelines. So on the very, very bottom here, you can see having a checkpoint, uh, CloudGuard, ShiftLeft, binary, Docker to be used with a lot of different CI, ser- CI servers um, as a plugin, right? Jenkins, AWS, CircleCI, you know, GitLab, Azure DevOps, and so forth and so on. And really is it, what this, this specific particular slide really depicts is that right? you view the vulnerability scanning, during the process, you can detect these over permissive functions. You can do this in an automate, automated runtime protection scenario. And then you have auto remediation as part of that. So you can see here as sort of the sort of code moves away through the pipeline, right? Using a source code scan um, from CloudGuard, you know, imaging you know, using a, a Docker image scanning capability as it moves into, a, say, perhaps a containerized scenario or even like a template form in Terraform, right? And that, that's what gives you these capabilities. Of being able to impart that security very, very early in the process, and assure the things that we just mentioned, right? Make sure that you don't have a, uh, you know, a container that has uh, that came from a compromised uh, repository. Being sure that some of the source code is, is not overly permissive, things of that nature, and not just you know suggest, you not know, just telling you that the code you know may be uh, malicious or overly permissive, but actually giving that remediation and giving those suggestions up front, right? That's what gives you that agile aspect that we're looking for. Again, doing this in a way that's you know quick, but also low cost, right? We don't want something that that's too heavy and then that's not cloud native. So everything we're talking about here is cloud native, done in a quick, quick fashion. Immediate feedback to the developer, you know, as you move through this. So here's you know an example um, of a left uh, infrastructure as code assessment. So you can see here, this is um, ensuring you know that you know the, the, the AWS CIS foundations uh, benchmarks the CIS benchmarks are being adhered to and we're doing this in, in, in a in a in a, a real time way um, you can see we we're using this with the shift left C- our shift left CLI but you can see here it really blocks down and says hey you know there's a critical um, uh, area of non compliance right assuring that the SSM documents are not public publicly exposed right? It actually gives you a breakdown of of what that would look like if you wanted to do a a further search out through the environment. And you can see below this is even a high one, right? So ensuring AWS config is enabled in all regions. So again, using an automated tool to be able to to do this assessment, and then again, using it with known compliance reporting, right? So CAS foundations and CAS benchmarks is a a known, uh, trusted, um, you know, um, compliance framework, and, and be able to take that Take that, that framework and apply it to you know a thing like a Terraform, uh, you know, uh, you know playbook, and, and and building that into the process is a big part of this. So let's break down um, a little bit about how CloudGuard and ShiftLeft technology. Falls into all the different areas that we just kind of talked about, right? So CSPM or the posture management aspects, so you can do the scanning as code, you can do it at the commit point, and you can see down on the on the on the deployment phase, all the way on the right hand side, right you know, getting to understand where those assets are, understanding the behavior analytics, getting access into the, 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 the access role, the roles and overly, the permissive aspects of that. So you're doing it through the entire process, not just in the beginning and not just during runtime, but through the entire process. You know, the, work, the workload uh, protection aspects, the second one down here, um, right? Again, validating and scanning the code, looking, doing third party library scans, doing that through the commit um, uh, phase, Ensuring that the images during the build, far, build uh, part of the process are, 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 are non-malicious or are coming from the correct repositories. Again, and then during deployment, you see all these things, right? You see the Kubernetes write-time insurance and the intrusion detection and, and VM protection, um, the container runtime protection. All these things are happening, again, during the deployment phase while they're running and, you, and you're in, in, in ensuring that the compliance and governance and, and there's no violations in place is a big part of that. And then, of course, very right in the bottom, right, the network security aspects, right, mostly on the deployment phase, because we're not talking about you know, code at this point, because things are actually the, on the network themselves. And then the very, very bottom here, much right, right in the wheelhouse of what we're talking about, right, having the plugins uh, from a code perspective, right, using a CLI, like CLI tool, like I just mentioned before, to do that integration as things are being developed and doing it all the way through the deployment, right. So, the very, on the very bottom here, you have the risk and the attack vectors. Very much what we talked about. We talked about you know, vulnerable code and images and, 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 and more overly permissive functions. We talked about the vulnerability, the, the vulnerable code. We've talked about improper behavior, but all of these things come into play into play. This is exactly what shift-left uh, security does for, for checkpoint cloud guard. So kind of in closing here, as I as I kind of wrap up, you know, traditional security models can't keep up with application-centric threat models, right? If, if we if we look at the, the traditional way in which security is, is, is deployed, right? We'll, we won't be able to keep up um, uh, with all of the issues that could be popping up. And again, we need to be cloud native. We need to be able to do this in an agile way, right? So traditional security models also can't remediate these vulnerabilities and malicious files. We're talking more about just blocking something on the network, right? We're, we're talking about integrating as part of the process and, and being able to do that through the entire build process and giving that feedback to the developer so that the developer knows, Hey, maybe I should have used a third-party module because it's known to be malicious, right? Giving that feedback, something that obviously traditional models models can't uh, can't do. Again, traditional security is reactive, right? It's signature-based. It just this approach has to change and has to evolve. And we talk a lot about threat modeling at Checkpoint and how threat modeling has really changed the DevOps process and really changed the process in which applications are getting rolled out and how threat modeling fits into that into that whole process. Understanding. You know how and who needs to be involved, as well as once code is actually written, having the, the correct vulnerability assessments again using cloud native tools to be sure that applications is deployed in the, in the most safe way. So when you lead right with the with DevOps spec practices, these are all the things that that you can come to 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 expect. I, you know and I've highlighted one here in bold right that now that infrastructure is code, security needs to be code. This is very very important, but relatively obvious thing, but certainly needs to be said We right? you need to be able to track the security issues, right? Automate these security pro- uh, um, processes, detect the known vulnerabilities during the pipeline. Um, so that, you know, that, you know, why, why wouldn't you remove something you, you already know <laughs> needs to be removed because it's malicious, malicious nature of it, right? And then inject failure into the process. This is, a, this is a really key point as well, right? Is that that the process needs to be tested. So Injecting failure into that is a big part of that to make sure that the, the security codes themselves are hardened and that you don't miss something as things get developed and released. Again, that's a big part of, of, of how application development has changed, of, of the, the amount of time and how quickly things get rolled out into production. You, know, you make sure that you're, you're constantly checking the system itself. So here at Checkpoint, you know, our cloud security uh, teams, we will feel like shifting left, and the, and the Cloud Guard shift left is the way to remember these problems. You know, static, you know, static security, uh, application security testing and, and, and dynamic app- application security testing, right? So something that's signature based is, is part of that, but moving beyond that and understanding how to actually test beyond signatures and beyond and be able to do things in real time is a big part of what DAST is. Again, reviewing really quickly the container scans, the compliance scans and the dependency scans. These are all things that should happen very, very early in the process. In the test process, and then as you move your way through, you know, through through runtime. So it's a great QR code here that you could scan. Um, you know, this you can really get a, a, a big uh, a response back. You know, with a with a few documents around our innovation um, and cloud native security is, is is right on the top of one of these documents, and you really can understand not only uh, our shift left capabilities, but our posture management, our application security, our cloud intelligence, and our threat hunting capabilities as well as network security. So I uh, certainly, you know, definitely if you get a chance, you do, do a quick QR code scan here and you can pull down all this great information. So in, in, in summary, as I wrap up here, again, I want to thank you uh, for spending, you know, uh, just about a half an hour with me, but we want to make sure we impart better security in a simple way in a single architecture. And that's a big part of it. I didn't talk too much about this, but you, as you see here below, the, these are the, um, the icons that we talked about right off in the beginning where you've got their cloud components, You've got your end user access and and branch office capabilities, your network security capabilities. And you see here that infinity um, um, uh, logo here is really that one architecture, that one checkpoint architecture that takes care of security across all these different disciplines. So with that, again, have a great rest of the conference and um, talk to you soon.